Coming from hey. fucking Lake Hollywood. I just tell everyone where you live. His, his address is um, to Calabasas. Right. Um, I had a COVID test two days ago. I'm negative. Thank fuck. And uh, I've got one. I went to St. Bart's like a week ago uh-huh. and there's no COVID there. I believe that. Zero cases. I believe that. Isn't that so crazy? Even though that could change at any time with all of the traffic coming in from other places. I know, but they test you on your way in. Oh, yeah. They test you while you're there, and they test you on your way out. Wow. They're gnarly. They don't want any of it. Is that like Virgin Islands or something? It's like, um, yeah, it's like outside of Florida, like a little bit further outside of Florida. Caribbean. It's, like, it's yeah, it's it's crazy though because honestly, when I was there, it was so weird to be in a place where no one's wearing masks. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Right. Do you think this is going to be our future forever? Uh, it's tough to say. Um, hopefully not. I just want movie theaters to come back because we started oh. making a new Jackass movie. You did? Uh-huh. Is Jeff Tremaine directing it? Uh-huh. Dude, that's amazing. Right, Jackass 4. And we were a week into filming it and it got shut down. And while I was on the set of Jackass 4 for that one week, I got a call from my agent telling me, congratulations, no more comedy clubs. I've graduated to theaters. He said, you're selling out far enough in advance. It just doesn't make any sense to book more comedy clubs. So welcome to the theater world. And no more tour. No! <laughs> just when you break in, right. they just fucking, they're like, fuck that. We're not letting right. Steve-O have his. By the way, guys, I didn't even introduce him because I don't feel like you need an introduction. Well, if anyone doesn't who's watching my podcast doesn't know who he is, you need to get it together. This is Steve-O well, thank from you Jackass fam, fame, but he also has an amazing podcast, and he's a stand-up comedian, and he's a kind of everything. So you well, got you kind of do everything. Thank you. I, I've evolved over the years. Yeah. I've become rather diverse. Yes. Yeah. I was. I had a, my friend Ryan Sickler was on the podcast. Uh, you know Ryan? Of course, yeah. We've done comedy together a bunch. So he told me that at the end of the shows, you used to squeeze lemons in your eyes. Uh-huh. I would set myself on fire and have people use me as a fire-breathing torch. I would pour lemon juice in my eyes. I would balance butcher knives on my nose. I would. Does it hurt? Uh yeah, uh, lemon juice in the eyes, it, it hurts. It's pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, I would do it every night, some, like mostly like twice a night. And, uh, and I would do it until my vision got blurry. And then I would feel like, man, I got to stop doing that. And then I'd stop for a while, but then I would start again. But like you can lose your vision because it's acid. Uh, well, unfortunately, and even though I do need glasses now. Do you think that's what did it? The fucking lemons? I don't, I don't know. You fucking lemoned your eyeballs. Now you need goddamn fucking glasses for the rest of your life. It's possible. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Um, so what, do you, what is the most painful thing that you've ever done? This podcast is called Worst First. We talk about all the okay. worst shit you've ever right. been through. We don't have to be dark. We don't have to be, you know. Oh, it's all good. I, I don't mind no matter where you want to take it. Um, but... Uh, it's it's an interesting thing. The worst, most fucked up, painful, terrible thing. Um, it, it ended up in me having skin grafts on fifteen percent of my body, 
It was so fucking bad. And the footage has never been released yet. Is it going to get released? In like the next week or two. (laughs) Yeah. On like your YouTube channel? Well, it's, it can't be on YouTube because it's way too fucked up for that. So I had to build a player into my website. What the fuck? And it still hasn't been made public yet. Uh, I imagine when this comes out, the uh, it still won't be public, but the people who will get first access to it um, are the people who text me on that community app. Oh, so okay. That, There's an app called Community. What's that well, yeah, about? Yeah, have you seen how like celebrities- Can have people text them? Yeah, I was just confused. I almost put my real phone number up like, you know what? Fuck <laughs> it. If everybody's giving their phone number out, I'm going to give mine out too. That is Almost hilarious. like an idiot. Like I was like, all right, well, if, if it's cool to give people your phone number, fuck it. I was about to put Tommy's up there, just like, I'll, I'll use him first, so. That's so great. Yeah, you can send me a text at 323-577-6952. Yes. Candidly, what that means is that you just go on to, uh, into this app. I've got like, um, I don't know, 45,000 uh, people Followers? who have done that. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, I can text you stuff that I'm, not able to put on Instagram like dick pics. <laughs> yeah, there's this one bit in this in this, this special where I get I get I get all the burns and the skin grafts in there. It's got the uh, like the whole cast of Jackass together, and the first time that we're all in a project since Ryan Dunn died, oh. which is super special. Yeah, and what um, one bit uh, I have been, I'm so proud of this one because women can just paint their boobs and walk around like it's no big deal. Yep. I arrived at the conclusion that I should be able to paint my dick and do whatever I want. So. Bruh. <laughs> right? So, it doesn't really camouflage. It's kind of floppy. Well, right. But I put together like a, a, a cyclist suit. You know, they wear like spandex and stuff. It was like the helmet, like the spandex shirt, the whole deal. But I just painted on the shorts. My girl painted on the shorts. So. And, and here's the, the crazy part. Just paint it over your wiener. Right. <laughs> but how'd you get it to, like, lay flat? Uh, we just we didn't make it lay flat. We just, <laughs> we just painted it pretty thoroughly. And then I went riding this bike around, crashing it in front of people. And so I, like, I eat shit right in front of them, and I'm laying there. They come over to, like, help me up. They reach their hand out to help me up, and I've just got my dong. And they realize you're naked. Flapping around, yeah, with my dong. And the, the, the uh, bike I had was blue. I had this blue spandex shirt, but, like, the whole, there's blue and black. So I painted on, the shorts were painted on with black paint. Uh-huh. And I'm ready to go, right? Like, before we went to go film the bit, I had texted a picture of me all, all made up uh-huh. to, to my buddy Knoxville. Uh-huh. And he writes back, that's the smallest black dick I've ever seen. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and I wasn't even thinking Stop, about Stop. That's I, amazing. He's like, wow, no one will notice. I, well, I just never, it didn't even occur to me that <laughs> oh like, I really walked into that one by accident. Dude, that's fucking, so wait, was the shirt painted on too? Um, no, 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 the shirt so was So you had a legit, real shirt. a real shirt. And just shorts painted on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just painted wow. on the shorts. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then the actual photo which i texted to knoxville where i'm standing there hoisting up the bicycle and i've got like my my wiener painted yeah it's blatantly you can just see my wiener yeah obviously and uh i, I made it into this pen you know and like when you're a little kid there the, the 
pens that it would have a dude or floating a in it well right but they'd be like if you hold it up the one way they're wearing like a bikini but oh. if you turn it upside down the bikini just goes away yeah see him naked yeah i made one of those out of me with my dick painted and so you can buy them on my website stevo.com dick pick pens <laughs> is it just your real dick just fucking yeah. giving your dick to everybody <laughs> just sure. like hey check it out no right. problem if you hold the pen right side up i've got solid black shorts but if you turn it upside down the shorts disappear and you see my wiener right there painted it's fantastic do you have an only fans have you, know, you know what i actually in my car yeah I, do you sure have one I have dick pic please give one to tommy <laughs> please he'll die he'll love it yeah, he'll use it sure. every day he'll love that shit are you for fucking sure. kidding me right now yeah. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, so so it was uh it was a big terrible. Did you thing. get in trouble for it though, like public indecency at all? I didn't. There, uh, we were pretty careful. We drove around. We had the bike on the back of the car. We drove around and like sort of picked out like where there's some dudes walking. We we're careful to only do it in front of dudes. Oh, good, good, good. And uh, you know, we would pick our marks, and yeah. then I, and then I would jump out of the car real quick and get on the bike and then just go crash it in front of the dudes. But at one point. I got out of the car uh, to do it and just happened to be the car next to us had all these little kids getting out of it. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, no. No. And, I was like, no. and so I jumped back in our car and I was like, yo, guys, that's a wrap, dude. We're done. We got away. You're like, this. the children is where I cut it off. Right. And, and that, I mean, dude, that was like. It's just a weird They're time. like, Mommy, what is that? I'm dead. That's I know. You got to be really fucking careful a, right now. Know, it's a weird time. And, and I was just like, fuck it. I don't, I don't, I bet you were fine, though. I bet they didn't see anything. Thank fuck. Yeah, yeah. Really, I, I got back in the car. I was pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty quick to realize before. Did what, what was the guy's reactions? Like, were some of them like, they'd go to help you up and then they'd be like, ew. Or what would they say? Like, were they, they would some of them still continue to help you up even though you had your dick they, out? A couple people got pretty offended. Like how so? Like you're disgusting? Like, yeah, be like, yo, dude. You know, like, like they, they were offended, but they were like, yo, dude, you know, like uh, you're going to get arrested going around like that, you know, like. And I you're like, like, I, I fucking like, stapled my ball sack to my leg. What more? <laughs> I got arrested for stapling my ball sack to my leg one time. How? <laughs> because you uh, did it in public. Yeah, this was in. Oh, look who's here. Yeah, what up, dog? <laughs> here, come watch. Come watch. He's telling me crazy stories. Tommy's fucking yeah. buddy's here. Come watch. He's telling me stories. No, 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 it's all good. Okay, bye. See you later. Just kidding. Sorry about that, guys. You know Tommy interrupts like everyone on my podcast? Oh, that's all good. No, like literally since I've been doing it at home, I'll be sitting here with people and he'll just start screaming for me. I love it. Asking me where shit is. I mean, that's Tommy Lee right there. Yeah. It's a pretty big deal. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a history, but we'll get oh, into yeah. that in a second. Sure. But, but how many so, of these podcasts have you done? Sixty-five. Wow. Yeah, I'm kind of. I'm trying to be like you guys. Well, I, I, I'm way behind you. You're behind me. Yeah, my my podcast. Um, I just recorded episode uh, seventeen, I think. Your studio looks way more professional than mine. <laughs> he's like, he's. I'm like shooting on an iPhone. He's like, yeah, I got an Alexa shooting the podcast. I've got a Jeff Tremaine's directing every episode. I'm just kidding. That's amazing. Well, we do it in a, in a van. Oh, <laughs> that whole RV. thing that you showed me was in a van? Yeah. With the chairs and everything? Wait, wait, the what? setup? The I'm picture you sent me? I'm trying to think what, uh, whether it's got the sign in the background, the wild ride sign. Oh, no, I think you sent up. me a picture of something else. I think you sent me a picture of, like, a big oh, tape that said Molly Crew. No, 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 Yeah, that's my game room at home. I love that. That's a different one, yeah. Okay. I was just showing off my, uh, 
my Motley crew. I thought that was your podcast setup. I was like, nah, damn. Nah, nah. <laughs> no, 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 no. So some people got like offended, but did, did anyone laugh? Were people? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good, good, good. Uh-huh. So not everyone's lost their fucking sense of humor. Right. It was, uh, this, people were, it was awkward. They were, you know, kind of uncomfortable. I would ask like <laughs> different questions too. Like there was a bunch of uh, like like guys working on construction. They were having their lunch break. Oh I, God, they're all. Knocked, and I, I I rolled up with my bike. I said, "Hey, do you guys know anything about bikes? Can you tell me is this tire? Does it need any air? You know?" Stop. And I just like had my wiener right in their face. Stop. <laughs> How are you filming it? Like hidden camera? Uh, yeah. Oh my God, it's amazing. It's fun. I mean, I know you guys have done all this like on Jackass and stuff, but I feel like you need like your own show where you do shit like this. Dick painting had not been done. That was no. And, that's yeah. huge. Yeah, dick painting. I'm I'm real proud of. That's a huge one because i feel like when i see the girls with the painted on shit you can't really tell they're naked unless she's right. got like crazy nips you know what i mean right but for the most part like i've gone to the playboy mansion parties and the girls who are walking around naked or they're naked but they're right. painted they don't look really naked right. but a penis <laughs> right but it's a little again, more 3d back in the day on jackass when it was a tv show not, uh, Bam, he like fell out of some like little go-kart contraption thing. Uh-huh. And he thought he broke his tailbone. Ooh. So they sent him to the hospital to get an x-ray. And the x-ray just completely showed his dick. And they let it ride on MTV. Like, it's just like right there. That's his. Wait, how did the x-ray show his penis? I didn't think peni- <laughs> penises had actual bones in them. <laughs> right, right. But but the it's it's a little bit more faint, like the, the flesh like outline. Right. It was blatant. It was, just see big, it. Yeah, it was like just big old cock and balls. <laughs> right. And so if, if MTV can show an x-ray that has the penis that uh, detailed, then I should be able to paint my dick and show it there too. <laughs> For sure. Right. Definitely. I mean, it's it's kind of covered, right? Yeah, but dude, I went all out. Oh my God. And, and I had... Uh, like I swallowed a full load of my buddy's cum. <laughs> I feel like this is some guy's fantasies. They're like, ooh, where can I send my cum? What made you want to do that? Um, actually, admitting that just made me embarrassed. I feel like my face is turning red right now. <laughs> You're not red. Don't worry about it. I've, I've swallowed a lot of loads of cum if it makes you feel any better. Hey, Dad. Thanks for watching. Just um, I uh, see like the... The way that the, this this whole project works, it's like a it's like a stand up comedy special. But as I put together the act, it occurred to me that most of the stories I was telling, like, happened on camera. So right. then I thought, what if I had made my comedy special like a stand up comedy special? But there's the footage edited into it, so you're seeing the stories unfold as I tell them in the act. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, it's a multimedia comedy special. I like I, that. I don't think it's ever been done. And it's it starts out as like a journey through my criminal record, and at one point, um, I was arrested for international drug smuggling, where I was- When? In 2003. For what? I was in Norway, and I, I filled up a condom with marijuana and hash- and tied it in a knot, and I swallowed it, and then I got it in an airplane and flew to Sweden. So funny, because I was uh, emailing with, like, uh, Tommy about it way back then. Are you yeah, fucking uh-huh. kidding me? I was telling him all about it, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I swallowed this, thing; it won't come out. I, I was going through my poop for, like, six days, and it never came out. And the whole time I'd been bragging on the radio about it and everything, I finally pooped it out. But the next morning I got arrested, 
Because you talked about it. Because the cops read it about it in the newspaper, all this and that. And uh, and you could have gotten away with that shit. Oh, easily. I could have gotten away shit, with it. Shit, literally. I drew, I drew so much <laughs> attention to it. And uh, it was just this crazy story because it got stuck in my throat. Ooh. It was just this whole... Is it gnarly? Because that's a... like. It's the a, name what? in the comedy special is gnarly. <laughs> Dude. It's so gnarly. And, uh, and so then after I tell that that story in the in the show and it's got all this crazy footage like you know like built into it yeah then um i was like you know like i celebrated it i would do like tell an old story and then i do something gnarly new yeah I'd go back and forth something old something new and so then after the drug smuggling bit i'm like you know i, I did a new condom stunt i got my buddy chris pontius to come over and he jacked off into a rubber like full load into the rubber. He ties it in a knot and then he comes out into my living room and hands it to me right in front of my father. Right. And, and so we ambushed my dad to get my dad's reaction when this full load filled condom, I put it in my mouth and swallowed it. Did your dad know what was going on? Not at all. It, it, we, <laughs> we just, we just ambushed him. With it. How old is your dad? He's 78. Oh my God. Did he <laughs> fucking give him a heart attack? He was probably like, Oh my God, Jesus. Is he like, so what does he think of all the shit you my do? Dad famously doesn't fuck with the, the, uh, like the gay humor. He you hates know, like, that shit. Like back in the day when, when we did, um, Jackass the movie. Uh-huh. There was this bit where where uh, Ryan, I was supposed to do it at first, put mm-hmm. a to put a toy car up my butt and then go get an X ray. And I told my dad about it, and and like he was so disappointed that I was thinking about doing that. I, I backed out. I said I can't do that to my dad. Oh, and so that's why Ryan Dunn did that. Yeah. And, Otherwise, you were down. Yeah, Dad was, and Dad, Dad was like, to be clear, he told this to the director after the premiere. My dad said, to be clear, I wasn't concerned about my son's health. I'm just extremely homophobic. My dad said, <laughs> "Where's your dad from?" Uh, he was uh, from the states, and I mean, even in this culture, to say this was. Dad just grew up with a certain yeah. It's a different way, time. You know? I, I get it, but and yeah. uh, I mean, he's really not like a jerk, and yeah, he yeah, mad at him. But it's just like he, he just doesn't really go for the uh, gay stuff. The, the gay stuff. Yeah, some so that's some people why, don't. That's why uh, I, I really wanted to get his reaction. Wow, like, Dad, I'm, I'm gonna gobble my buddy's load right right here and now. And, I, and, I, and you told him what you were doing. It wasn't just like, hey, I, swallow this. You told him exactly was, what you're doing. I, yeah, I was like, yeah. And he's handed it to me, and there was a big fat load in there. And how did your fiance react to she, this? She was filming. We set up, we set up the cameras, and 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 Dad sat down in front of the cameras. Well, there was a ruse. I told him I was gonna uh, surprise him with something. Inter- well, I was gonna interview him about like some kind of vegan hamburger, you know, <laughs> like one of these Beyond Burgers or something. I was like, I want you to try it out, and we're gonna talk about it. And then uh, my. <laughs> Oh my God, your poor dad. Yeah, my dad's like, well, that's not vegan. <laughs> Amazing. But he still has great comedic timing. That, that's right. definitely not vegan. Uh, what, that's fucking amazing that you yeah, did that. A lot. I loaded it up. I really loaded it up. For the uh, for the opening sequence, um, I, uh, I got a billboard truck and all my jackass buddies duct taped me to the side of it. And it was a billboard <laughs> truck promoting the actual special. And it's you on it. Uh, yeah, and I'm duct taped to it. And um, they, they fuck, fucking, we shot driving me duct tape 
down the highway. That's fucking amazing. How do you get away with this shit? Well, th- this was tricky. Um, we uh, wouldn't have gotten away with it. It was in Monrovia. You know, oh, Los yeah, nobody's there. <laughs> right, Los Angeles You have to go somewhere. Nobody, where's that? Like, no one even knows. It's, it's yeah, Los Angeles I get it. County. Right, right. And uh, we were kind of on this hill, and, and we did it, and... Knoxville almost fucking killed me hitting baseballs at me while I was duct taped. He hit baseballs truck. at you? Yeah, really like it hard. wasn't enough for you to just be taped to a right. truck. Really? We got to up the ante. It was unbelievably gnarly. And uh, and so then when, when, and when we got done with the baseballs and everything and I'm duct taped to the side of the truck, then um, to actually get on the highway, what we did was we, we mounted uh, – a big box over, over you. So I was she still totally duct taped to yeah, the side yeah. of a truck, but but we had a box mounted over me, and we drove me uh, out to Barstow. Once we got to Barstow, Barstow. We took, yeah, then then we took the box off, and then it was and, fucking and free fucking, riding. Yeah, we just hauling ass down the fucking highway to Vegas. Amazing. We went all the way to Vegas. All the way to <laughs> Vegas from Barstow. Yeah, we stopped just outside of <sighs> Vegas. But we still had to get all the way to Denver. <laughs> so what we did was the uh, the next month, we we uh, had the the company take the billboard truck to uh, like Grand Junction, Colorado, or something. And we because oh. we got we got Vegas until the sun went down. We picked it up from like Grand Junction to Denver. And and how going through mountains? This had to be snow. like a ton of duct tape. Yeah, it was a lot of duct like tape, yeah. this must have taken a long fucking time to get you duct taped to yeah. this thing. It was it was it was heavy. Like hundred and then peeling that shit off. Right. Were you completely naked so underneath? Fucking, see, like going to Vegas, we we've got it until the sun went completely down, and then when we flew to Colorado to f- film the back end of it, we started with the sun coming up, <sighs> and so the sun coming up in fucking winter in fucking Colorado. That that was like the the heaviest. I was so fucking cold, duct taped to the side of that. Were you truck. naked underneath the duct tape? I had, I had a diaper on so I could pee. And a poo. diaper? <laughs> no, you pissed and shit yourself. I I never uh, shit while I while we were doing that, but uh, you did go pee pees. Yeah, I did plenty of peeing. Yeah. How much peeing could you that diaper hold? Uh, they're pretty impressive. Did you hold like a couple <laughs> rounds of pee? It, 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 yeah, yeah. They, it, diapers hold a lot of pee. Do they? Yeah. Adult diapers. Good to know. Uh-huh. For if you ever fucking become incontinent, guys, you get, you're covered. Right. And oh if my anybody, god. If anybody's interested, this is, I, I honestly swear this is the best fucking project I've ever put together. It's insane. It it, it terrifies me having to uh, follow it up, and that was. No. I don't think you can follow it up unless well, you can. actually kill yourself. I, I mean, technically I already did because I put together a new show since Gnarly, which is what I've been touring with called The Bucket List. Oh, my God. And that's where I, I, I uh, went skydiving for my first time, butt naked with the guy strapped on my back and actually jacked off until I blew a load, simultaneously blowing a load as I fell out of the airplane. And you were actually able to come? Yeah, isn't that amazing? <laughs> I brought a portable DVD player with me. Some, did you really? No, you didn't. You were watching porn? Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Some guys can't even come just laying in a bed. You're fucking <laughs> jumping out of an airplane with fucking a an airplane. with a dude on your back. Yeah, an airplane full of dudes with a dude on my back. So, yeah, I was. Your dad will love that footage. Yeah, I was <laughs> able to, to uh, put together another show. And I think the bucket list will it'll come out after gnarly and it'll maybe be episodic. It'll be like a six-episode series. Y- your, does your body hurt? 
Not too bad. Really? Yeah, it's not. It's not too bad. And 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 you'd think the bucket list would there'd be nowhere to go, but I figured out where to go from the bucket where? list. Where? It's called uh, too far. <laughs> I thought fucking gnarly was too far. Right. It, it, it arguably is, but but I'm going like way too fucking far for that. Whenever I get around to filming, uh, the Steve has gone too far. That's when I'm getting like full fucking breast augmentation surgery. You're gonna get breasts, <laughs> Stevo. No, it's too far. You're <laughs> too far. Right? Are you really I gonna get, get a, titties? And a dick tattooed on my forehead? No, <laughs> not for real. Well, yeah, because I can remove the titties after you know, like once I tap out. I, I need to get them so I can find out how long I last with them. You know, like, you're actually stretch. It stretches your skin. Well, that's just too bad, Brittany. You're going to have fucking little saggy man boobs for the rest of your fucking life afterwards. Well, that's just too bad. Are you going to, maybe if you like them, you'll keep them. There is a guy who lost a bet, um, and, and, uh, for losing the bet, he got breast implants and like 18 years later, he still has. Stop. What size? Uh, see that's. Yeah. What size are you going? The guy's kind of a bitch ass pussy. If you ask me. He got A's. Well, you can, he, he wears like baggy clothing. You can't even seem to see that. When I have titties, I'm going to be doing all kinds of shit. You're going to get titties like me, like fucking <laughs> D's, just fucking massive I'm gonna, titties. I'm going to get them as big as I can. As big as you can? Well, I, mean, I don't know. How much, how big can a dude, you have limitations, you, right? Yeah, because you you don't have, like, a, guys don't really have breast tissue, so you're right. probably going to only be able to do, like, a C, a, C, a large right. C. Honestly. But and I'm not talking about, like, about how... Big they are. I'm just talking about. I'm going to be breaking them out. You're going like, to wear like bras and shit. I'm going to be. I'm going to be like maybe I'll paint them and walk around. You know, like. But maybe there's like some kind of a, a mask where you'll think I'm a chick, but I'll have like you know like a some kind of a, a fucking like sports team mascot where I'm just wearing the helmet. And so I've got my titties out. And your body will look really banging. Everyone will be like, wow, it's, who's that cool tattooed chick? Right. As many ways as possible to, like, pull funny pranks with, like, titting my titties out. You're and not I, scared. Yeah, no, I just think that there's, I think that there's a lot. You, you're not scared at all to get the surgery? Um, well, I mean, I need to have the experience in order to relate, you know. Wow. And you're but it at- seems like what, that, that brings up a good point that I think women... Are way earlier than men. What do you talk about childbirth? Oh like, my uh, god, dude! You know, boob jobs. Like women, really, really. Uh, I won't go under the knife. Like people think I have. I've never. Like I've never been put to sleep and had shit done ever because I'm too scared. I'm scared. My fear is that I'll die doing something vain. You know what I mean? Like if I was getting my tits done and then I died, people would be like, "How did she die? Oh, she was getting her fucking boobs done. What a waste of life." You know yeah. what I mean? I'd feel really fucking shit. People you know? do die sometimes. Yes, lipo. Kanye's mom died of lipo oh, suction. Yeah. Like people die. All Joan Rivers. Like so many people die getting plastic surgery. Yeah. And then I'd feel really stupid if I died getting plastic surgery because it would just be something va- vain. This is our fucking banana peel anyway. We're all gonna rot and die. Know. You know what I mean? So I. This is our banana peel. It's our mean? banana peel. So like basically, like we have these outer bodies, right? That right. hold us, oh, but okay. all the good shit's on the inside. Nothing, none, this doesn't really matter. This is our banana peel. I was just picturing, like, uh, 
banana peel is something you slip on. And <laughs> that too. <laughs> that too. I'm constantly slipping right. and falling in my life. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I just would feel so like I've done like the stuff that you don't have to get put to sleep. You know, you should do that shit. That's even more painful. Fillers and fucking Botox and lip injections. Fuck. Cause right. you're awake and you are like, they're like, yeah, right. we're going to numb you. And they put like a little bit of numbing shit on. You're like, oh yeah, I can kind of not feel my lips. And then they stick a fucking needle in and they fill it with fucking, you know, right. that shit's gnarly. Get lip injections. If you really want to fucking, cause you know, what's actually cool. If you get that shit, you can get it dissolved. So it's not permanent. So right. like you can get filler, you can get your fucking cheeks all big, yeah. Botox, like fucking get your lips done. Fuck yeah. Dude, no no with no uh with no numbing cream. Right. Fucking that's exactly right. They inject everywhere. I get my fucking under eyes done, needles right by your eyeball. How about that. It's gnarly. Cause I get, yeah. I have really like ho- hollow eyes. I get like dark yeah, circles. Yeah, me too. I always did even when I was a little kid. They fill it. It's like black eyes. And then you don't have it anymore. Yeah. And they can dissolve everything, and that's even more painful because it's acid when they dissolve it. <laughs> nice. It's the fucking worst. <laughs> I got a bad lip job one time, and I, she was like, "Don't worry, I can dissolve." And she fucking, it was like literally felt like my lips were on fire for like a week. Wow. Yeah, so you have options. <laughs> yeah. But you're going to get your tits done and you're going to get a dick tattooed I mean, on your forehead. Yeah, there's then there's there's more. There, there, there's even more. There's more. And your girl and your fiance is like this fine. She what she didn't like was the skydiving with with the jacking off. Why? Out of all of it. She's fine with the breast implants? She doesn't like it. Well, <laughs> yeah, I get it. I feel for yeah, her. She's, she's not stoked on that. And she's so cute and cool, and she's probably yeah. just, like, so nice that she's like, yeah, whatever makes you happy. I mean, she, she's not, like, any kind of a yes person where it's just, like, whatever I say goes. Yeah. Like, if she feels strongly about something, she's going to let me know. And, Good. And, uh, you know, like, if if the dishes pile up in the sink, like, I'm in trouble. <laughs> you know, like. Wow. I mean. I like, like it. She, she's It's pretty rad, man. Like, uh, our relationship is such that, you know, there's no, uh, you know. Hierarchy. Right. You both fucking yeah. call each other out on shit. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, we do. I like that. Yeah, That's good. We do. That's a sign of a healthy relationship. I believe, I believe that we have a genuinely healthy relationship, and I'm so psyched about it. And is she, like. Is she more normal? Because you're, like, very far out there. Like, your whole personality, the th- shit you do. Is she? Does she do weird shit, too? Does she, like, t- fucking staple her titties to walls and stuff? Or nothing no? like that. She's mellow. Yeah, nothing like that. And, I mean, she works in production. Oh, cool. She's a, she's a stylist. A, oh, I love that. prop stylist. She does, like, wardrobe and all that. So we, we met on a production. I love that. Yeah. Um, She's like, I have some garnish for your nuts, uh, sir. <laughs> nice to meet right. you. She, she, uh, she, she, she's instrumental in in me producing the the gnarly content that. Wow. Like, I came out with my own brand of hot sauce. It's called hot sauce for your butthole. Okay, Tommy loves hot sauce. Ah uh, shit. He he has no taste buds. <laughs> He'll eat that because he smokes so much. He's like ghost pepper shit. He'll be like, uh-huh. yeah, no problem. He needs right. to do that Hot Ones challenge. Oh, big time. I did that. How'd you, far'd you go? I went all the way. All the way. Yeah. Of course you did. Yeah. I, <laughs> I even went. stuck some in my eyes. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> at the end, just a finale. <laughs> <laughs> ah, just fucking. 
Well, I, I remember that I, I knew it was going to get a large audience because that's such a phenomenally... They do. They get so many views. It's insane. Yeah. I, I, so I knew that it was a large audience and I didn't want to uh, squander my ability to reach that audience and squander the time by b being like, oh, it's yeah. so hot. So I just kind of <laughs> like, you know, I just... Grin and bared it. I, I just, yeah, I buckled down and I, con I communicated what I wanted to communicate. Was it and really painful? I'm going to watch yours. It, it wasn't too, it wasn't, I, I could have pictured it being worse. I'm going to watch, was, go watch Steve-O's hot ones, guys. It was fucking awful. Awful. No the yet. worst. Yeah, it was fucking awful, but, uh, but, but I was able to, I think it's one of my best interviews that I have online. I mean, wow. it, as douchey as it is to say that. But then I drove somewhere at, right afterward. Got drove there just fine. Get out of my car. And I'm like, mm, I'm going to go over and pee in these bushes. And because I, I held my wiener with the same hand that I had just picked up those, my dick fucking just it erupted <laughs> in flames. It was like, ah, that was what, when I paid the price. Oh, my God. This happened. Me and Tommy <laughs> were cooking, and he was cutting jalapenos. And he's like, fucking went to go pee and didn't fucking wash his hands. And he was like, Jesus, fuck. Like, my dick's on fire. Like, he fucking grabbed his dick, and his dick but, was, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, my God. So that was worse than all of it. It was way worse. Like, And, and maybe almost an hour after it was done. Like uh, peeing, like holding my wiener to pee was <laughs> yeah. the worst. I, I don't know if I've ever shared that. Oh, good. For, I like yeah. a worst first here. Yeah, there you, you go. get it. Worst first. The worst first. What's the worst? Okay, so now if I have to bring jog your memory and think you think for a second of the worst, worst out of all the fucked up shit that you've done in your life so far, what to you sticks out as the absolute fucking worst? Of what, like, uh, I mean, there's a lot of criteria for this. Okay, so. Like, we covered the most painful one. Right. That was the most painful, touching your dick after touching no, no, hot no, shit. No, 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 That was the one where I got the skin grafts. Oh, the skin grafts, yes, because you burned on. I, I laid down in a bed of rocket engine fuel, and my buddies lit it while I was laying in it. <laughs> I had just done a bunch of different rocket engine fuel stunts, and I got away with them all. And I was like... I, kind of desensitized to the stuff and i was like well i gotta get kind of hurt you know this is like that was fucking painful as shit <laughs> oh my God. burning alive it was like uh, any they, they, i went on a little tour of burning units after that and uh you don't even look like you where where are your scars on your back uh, I, I lost like part of your tattoo there yeah i see there. that this was oh yeah I that guy got kind of off I there filled, yeah i lost a lot of skin and wow yeah. is your back have scars on it not as bad. Wow. So they did a good job. Yeah. Healing you up. Uh, right. Whoa. Right, so that was the worst pain. Pain. Okay. And um, the worst, like um, maybe the another criteria would be gross. So what yeah. What's the worst, worst, grossest thing? Like, did you ever eat anything? Were you ever eat? What's the most sure. fucked up thing you ever ate? Because well, I, I know you probably ate some crazy shit. There was there was uh, our jackass buddy Preston Lacey is a like. He's a, very large guys over 300 I know, pounds. Yeah, I know who he and, is. And he was in this uh, like saran wrap suit on an exercise machine. Oh, I remember this. And he sweat the I, shit I, out yeah, of it. I, I, I drank, drank it. Yeah, I drank his sweat. <gasps> I um, literally feel like I'm going to vomit for just thinking about that because I remember that. When I had the burns, um, like I woke up and I just had these crazy blisters, like bags of blister juice. Like it was, wasn't even blisters. It was bags of blister juice. Just fucking yellow. 
and I, I popped him and, and uh, filled up a big shot glass. <laughs> Like, did you film that or did you just oh, do yeah, that? Yeah. That, that? Oh, that. okay. I played that in the credits because it was so fucking disgusting. Like, I, I literally feel like I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Sorry. That was so fucking disgusting. You we, took one of your giant fucking blisters. A bunch of blisters. A bunch of blisters. Popped them and <laughs> leaked it all into a shot glass. <laughs> and it was like fucking dark yellow. So bad. What did it taste like? It didn't taste like anything. It wasn't even. It wasn't salty. It wasn't. It just tasted like, like maybe saline. Saline, I think, is salt. It was just like warm water. water. Yeah, water. Oh God, I feel like I'm gonna vomit. Okay, don't you guys ever fucking call me crazy again, you motherfuckers. <laughs> you asked me what was the craziest. Yeah. Thing, or the crazy, the grossest. Thing. Yeah. And then, and then, what else is, is there? There's a. Uh, What's the most disturbing like the worst, thing? The worst injury, like the. Yeah, how'd you get hurt the most? Well, I didn't get burned, but. The, the like I, when I shattered my ankle. Oh my god! Like um, I was jumping off uh, a porta potty on a skateboard while my buddy crashed a car through it, and uh, I, he hit you. He didn't hit me, but it was like just I. I we went through like a bunch of porta potties to make it happen. I wanted to stick that last one so bad, and it was full eight feet tall, and uh, and I just tried to stand, but I wasn't even on the board, and I just tried to stomp, and and I just shattered my ankle. What does that feel like? Just the worst? It just feels like you look down and your foot's coming out sideways, you know, like um, and so you know it's bad. Your com- ankle completely shattered. I mean, pretty much, yeah. It, it, I had 11 screws and a plate to you know, screw it all together. And they're still in there, right? Or no, 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 actually, I got, I got all the hardware out since then and, and put it into this cool um, uh, like bone mold thing <laughs> in my edit bay. No. But yeah, that was... How did they get it out? They took it out after it's, it healed? It's another... Did they do that? I thought they left it in. Wow, you do no, have a because, giant scar on your ankle. Yeah, because if you... If you break your ankle again with all the hardware in, then it's... Oh, yeah. okay. Then so is that like, normal to take like, it out? Yeah, yeah like that's a, hum- a nightmare. Dumpty. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Can't put it all back together because there's so many little... Ugh. So yeah, it's better to get the hardware out. Holy fuck. Okay, wait. Hang on, guys. This is riveting. I'm going to ask Steve-O so many more questions. Just hang on real quick. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back on Worst Firsts. Guys, during the break, I just watched the trailer for Steve-O's Gnarly, and it was fucking gnarly. <laughs> like, that couldn't, that could, but there's no better word yeah, for it. I saw your penis, so it's weird also sitting times. next to you now. Yeah, I'm like, all right, well, imagining that. Yeah, I'm penis no, painted in black paint, very intense. Right. I'm no Tommy Lee. Oh. <laughs> hey, I didn't say it. I can't say that, all right? Well, it's true. I can't say that, right. but yeah. Right. No, but it's nice. I mean, it's not an aggressive penis because okay. I don't. I didn't feel violated. Okay. Yeah. Wait. What was up with the? Can I say like the the pubes? Was that pubes glued to your, or was that your pubes? Um. In in which part? I saw the black the black painted penis. It looked like there were pubes uh, on it. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I I, had, I didn't shave for the shoot. That was so your real pubes. That was my real pubes. They're so there. curly. I know. I had a little bit of a fro going on at that time. <laughs> You were literally like freaking Rhythm Nation down there. <laughs> yeah. What was that? Yeah, it was a. Uh, Do you have really curly pubes like that? Yeah, I guess so. Wow. And, and more so when you put all that paint on them. Yeah, they were literally like it looked like you glued an afro to your dick. Yeah, yeah some Jerry curl going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. Impressive. Right. Wow. Okay. So everyone stay tuned for that. It's going to be really intense and you get to see Steve-O's crazy penis and it's really fun and (laughs) it's gnarly and you guys are all in it. Like you guys all look the same, which is so funny. I was just looking at it and seeing like you and Johnny and bam and everybody looks good. Well, thank you. Yeah. We man, you guys all look great. You don't really age that much. Well, you got a little gray, but like you're not, you look like you forever. Well, thanks. I, I, I'm, I'm grateful that, that, uh, yeah, that, that I've somehow, like, not changed in my appearance so much. Especially for all the fucked up shit you've done to yourself. Right. I mean, we'll see in a year when you have tits, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you, you broke, what have you broken in your face? Um, what have I broken in my face, aside from tons of teeth? You Do you uh, have any real teeth? Uh, I mean, I have uh, the real teeth, but with the crowns and veneers. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, <gasps> Except for these guys. <laughs> yeah. Guys, Steve just took some of his teeth out. No! You take your fucking teeth out. Yeah, yeah at night. I, I, I don't sleep with them in. <laughs> having a heart attack. You just took your fucking teeth yeah. out. Yeah, I, I do that a lot. Do you chase your, your fiance with it? No, but like. Sometimes. How is that for dating? Like a first time you're going to bed. Do you say it? Like, are you like, hey, by the way, preface it. I'm going to take my fucking teeth out. Or do you just go and just take them and put them on the fucking nightstand? I do not remember what it was like the first time I revealed my missing teeth to my girl. But she didn't give a fuck either way. She didn't care. Yeah, my girl. Now, let me ask you a question. What if it was a girl and you were going to sleep and she took her teeth out? That happened to me one time. Stop. And Where? This was part of my first comedy special, which didn't have all the footage edited into it. Um, but I, I was, and it was a lot of like sex stories, you know, like love uh, that. I really leaned into the sex stuff, yeah, for my first special. And one of the stories was that uh, I was being I was being intimate with this this girl, and uh, she, and it just. Plainly, when she said, get ready to have a really good time. That's what she said. And then she popped out all of her front teeth, like at least like five of them or something, you know, like she took that and then she, you know, gave me oral stimulation. And and the the joke was that I couldn't (laughs) I couldn't wait to tell my jackass buddies about it and and tell them how she gave me a Hummer, but it wasn't a Hummer. It was a Gummer. (laughs) (laughs) It was a gummer. Does it feel better than a girl having teeth? Did she actually uh, like rub it through the gums? Um, I, I do recall it being something like that. It yeah, was rad? Yeah. She, 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 you were into it. She called it. She said, get ready to have a really good time. And you weren't freaked out? No, no, no I was stoked. Yeah. Now, and, and to be clear, too, th- this was like as soon as I got to California in like 2001. Okay. A long, long time. Did you date this girl? I did not. Gummy? <laughs> <laughs> oh my I, I did, she had been in some kind of car accident. Oh, that's sad. But, but like, I mean. To but me, she was super hot and you couldn't tell she, she, she had she, fake teeth? She was perfectly attractive. Wow. And, uh, and when, like, when she had her teeth in. 
you would have no idea. You would have no just idea. Just like I had no idea you just pulled right. your tooth out. Right. <laughs> wow. Right. So to answer your question, if it was a girl, that would be fine. Fine. <laughs> fine with you. Everything's fine with you, right? I mean. Do you have any other crazy stories like that? Like you were like hooked up with a girl and then they had like a penis and you were like, oh. Uh, <laughs> you do. You don't have to say it. You don't have to say it. Oh my God. That happened. Whatever you're comfortable with. That's happened to a lot of people I know. Right. I remember. Uh, you're like, she's actually, got a really nice, strong chin. I like that. This was a story that was the, that I taped that night, but I took it out. Yeah. Of the, of that special. Do you feel comfortable sharing? You don't have to. <laughs> yeah. I just shared. Right. I mean, it, I, I felt like that there was, even at the time when I put out the special that I, I wanted to be careful about like, uh, you know, hurting people's life. feelings, like coming yeah, off homophobic. It, yeah, transphobic. I didn't want to really go there, so so I left. It's it not out. about it being bad. It's cool if you're down with it. Some people are down with it. Some people aren't. Right. There's nothing wrong with it. It's and exciting. The the uh, the the what I f- thought was funny about that story was that after I had this experience, uh-huh. um, I uh, told I think I was on, on on like Loveline with Dr. Drew or something. And I told Dr. Drew that. Uh, you know, I had this experience where I was given oral stimulation by an individual who had been a uh, hermaphrodite. Oh. Where they were like both, both. male That's and That's hot female. to me. Yeah. I used to watch hermaphrodite porn. But that they had an operation to oh. remove the penis. Oh. So it was like. Just female. Right. And right. Doc, Dr. Drew said, Steve, there's no such thing as a hermaphrodite. What happened was. A dude sucked your dick. That's not true. Well, that's what Dr. There Drew are said. hermaphrodites because my grandmother used, was an ER nurse, okay? And she told me a story about a baby that was born. And he had, he, sh- he or she had a little penis and a vagina. I feel like there's been stories about that too. There I, are. It's yeah. true. It can happen. You're, you're, uh, I, I don't, I'm going to mess it up, but like the clitoris can be like overdeveloped where it's almost right. like a dick. Well, there, and there's one, there's, there's like in some like Africa or some, uh, I don't know. Yeah, so anyway, so listen, so when the baby was born, they, the doctors at the time, my grandmother was in the delivery room and the doctor said to the parents, do you want this to be a boy or a girl? And the parents were like, oh, we want a son. So they like fixed all the reproductive organs and sewed up the, you know, vagina and they made it one, you know, wanted her it to be a boy. And then later in life, the kid ended up growing tits and was Uh more female. Right. Yeah. So it happens. It's a real thing. It's not not true. There's also some tribe where it's a born a girl. Mm-hmm. But then, like at puberty, the they clitoris t- yes. just grows into a penis. Yes, yes. This I've also seen. I got to double check with Doctor. Doctor Drew Drew's. About that. I, listen, love Doctor Drew. Think right. he's super smart, but mm, not always right. <laughs> Maybe not everyone's always right. right. I mean, people are anomalies. Like there is, there are people that is, right. that's happened to. You know. For sure, if you're a hermaphrodite, leave a comment and let us know, like you know, that you you're right. out there because they are there are hermaphrodites out there. Right. Yeah, it's it's yeah, not and, a and, bad and thing at all. There's nothing wrong with that. No, nothing right. is wrong with it. And everyone gets so worked up and offended by that. But like, who cares? You have a, you have a dick, great. You have titties, great. You have both, even better. You sure. know, I'm, you have I'm two dicks, it. love it. I'm backing it. Right? Yeah. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I don't know. I feel like it's just more to play with. <laughs> is that gross? Nah. Um, that's amazing. So that's interesting. Okay, so we we discussed your disgusting one, your painful one. 
uh, your, I want to talk about, um, okay. So what was, what was something where you really thought like I might die? <clears throat> the worst thing that ever happened. You were like, I actually think that I might die from this. Did you ever have that happen? I'm, I'm putting together a whole video called mm -hmm. times I could have died. Oh my God. It's like um, that many times a video's worth. <laughs> Why did I even doubt right. that? I, I mean, You're like, it's three hours long. It's on my way on your way to the house today. It's probably top 10. It's like a top 10. But uh, I'm like, I can't. Most notably for me was um, when I was, uh, we were filming this Nintendo commercial. Mm -hmm. and, and what it was, it was a, like a new thing called Nintendo DS where people can remotely... I remember DS. Like you can play against your opponent yeah. wirelessly. Yeah. And so the commercial was set up. So Pontius is riding on an elephant. And he's riding by like on safari. And, and I'm in a tree like with lions jumping up and, and clawing at, at real lions. Yeah. Like, uh, at like me, they like put me like on the branch. Oh or something my God. Like um, and, and this was set up to look like we were in Africa, but we were actually in California mm -hmm. and, and the, the, the lions were, um, like just, uh, I forget if there was like a, an electric fence to keep the lions in by the tree. Okay, so, so they wouldn't there. wander off. Right, but, right. but, they, but, but then they're trapped in there with you. Right, there was no, like, plan if, like, uh, If you fell. There, yeah, there was no plan for anything. And, and, and before we started shooting, the director was like, what's to stop a lion from just climbing up the tree? And Because uh, they do that. Right, and, and the, the guy in charge of the lions, he said, oh, lions don't climb trees. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> How many fucking National Geographic photos have we seen of fucking lions <laughs> chilling in trees? And, and then and then the director said, oh, Jeff Chimini said, well, that is a pretty mellow tree. <laughs> so It wasn't very high. So as soon as they said action, right, like they said action and the lion climbs right up the tree. <laughs> it's like gets all over me. Like I was, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm dead. Did, that's was it. he biting you? Uh, he, he was more like just kind of playing with me, but everybody was just freaking the fuck out. What so was the bad. trainer doing? Was he screaming at him? Um, yeah, they were there. They, yeah, I have, I have footage. Oh um, my gosh. That, yeah, everybody was freaking the fuck out so bad. Here's like a. Oh my God. I love how you readily just had that. Oh, this is the commercial. <laughs> no, he just climbed yeah, right no, up he, there. He, he didn't give a fuck. <gasps> <laughs> it's a fucking 300 pound lion. I'm like. Guys, the <laughs> lion is crawling on Sivo. Yeah. Oh, I would have shit my pants. Know, he could have just bit you right in the neck and you would have been done. Yeah. So you were you were scared? I was sure I was going to be dead for sure. Were you frightened? Did your life flash no, before just, your I, eyes? I, I just kind of like. Went limp. I, I went a little bit limp. I was just resigned to that being the end. And um, I just kept saying, good kitty. Good kitty. No, you didn't. <laughs> Did you really? A good kitty. <laughs> you were you were the Tiger King before and, uh, Tiger King. And, and I never dropped the Nintendo DS. Wow, that's <laughs> fucking commitment. Dude, I hope so. fucking Nintendo paid you so much money for that. They're like, look, you can get attacked by a lion and still play a Nintendo DS. Right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Did you ever have any shark attack shit? Did you ever do anything with sharks? <laughs> I have a video that I've already put out on YouTube 
called my 10 craziest shark encounters. 10 shark encounters? I'm thinking yeah. like, oh, he's got like a crazy one shark story. You have 10. I, I, yeah, I've got lots of crazy shark stories with uh, just about every kind of shark except for tiger shark. Like, we, like a great white shark? Uh, I've got a great white shark story. What did you do with the great white shark? We were in South Africa and um, they uh, had this way of, of luring the great white shark up to the boat with like a big like ball of meat. Like, yeah. Uh, like a bait ball. That makes up. sense. So <laughs> so they put the ball of meat um, hanging off the boat and then when the shark, like a 12 foot great white shark comes up and hits the, you know, the, the bait ball, we jumped off the boat. <laughs> but like we landed in the water like not six feet away from a, a 12 foot great white shark in South Africa. And then we climbed into the cage. But we landed, we came through the frame underwater in between the cage and the shark. So you saw the shark and us come through. And then we climbed into the cage. And this is on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. My 10 greatest, my 10 craziest shark encounters. I'm going to watch yeah. that. That's, you good. weren't scared at all. We were scared, but but that was the whole purpose of what we went out to South Africa for. It was you and Johnny Knoxville, right? It was me and Pontius. Oh, you and Chris Pontius. Okay. Yeah, and um, it, it was uh, there. There was this loophole for everything that we did. If they, if we're under the supervision of a bona fide professional, then yeah. we're then we're allowed to do like whatever. Who was and, the professional? Well, there was this guy named Andre Hartman, who in South Africa, you know, he's the world top great white expert. Wow. And so we were. <clears throat> going to shoot with him. Mm -hmm. And that, that was the only way we, we had permission to swim with a great white shark outside of the cage. Um, but then when we got there, they said, we're not shooting with Andre Hartman anymore because he's going to be working with these, um, these like Japanese, you know, oil people or something. So, um, so now all of a sudden we're not allowed to swim with the great white shark anymore. Now, mm. now, now we have to be in the cage. Mm. And they said, you can jump off the boat, like, into the cage. And mm -hmm. I was like, dude, that's lame. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting hammered with Pontius at the bar the night before the shoot. And I said, dude, we're going to fucking just jump off the other side of the boat, and we're going to fucking swim to the cage. That's how we're going to do it when the shark shows up. And, like, we're, like, making our little pact, and we're getting all drunk. This guy sitting next to us at the bar, mm -hmm. he says, if the great white shark finds you in the in swimming, it'll be curious and it'll bite you, but like it won't want to eat you. But now you bleed out. Yeah, that's so, what happens. They just bite you, and their bite just, is so bad that you just die. Right. Yeah. And uh, he said, if, for, he was just overhearing us. He said, for what you're talking about, the safest thing you can do is jump on the shack. Because it, because the, who's this guy? Just was, some dude at the bar with leathery skin. Like he's like, listen here, listen here. It was Andre Harmon. It was yeah. And he fell in love with this, and he canceled the Japanese people, and he came out, and uh, he said that, um, yeah, it was, what? Yeah, it just, just randomly happened. at totally, the bar. Totally random happened like that, and uh, and he he his recommendation was that we jump on the shark because the, with its pointy nose, its eyes are like at this pointy like mm -hmm. and, and it can't see its own body mm -hmm. so like if you jump behind it it just freaks out it's not gonna it's just like it, it's not and gonna do anything same thing with the splash we couldn't jump on it because it would be a problem with like animal rights people right right you know i mean it would just be wrong uh -huh. but but just jumping landing right next to it again it can't see its own body so it's just like what the fuck i'm out you did know? it jump uh, did you jump like next to it or behind it we jumped next to it oh my god 
Yeah, right next what to What if it. it just decided to turn its fucking head and it's chomp you? The, the splash of us landing in the woods. That's the, the way that we did it was by far the safest way. You to scared do it, it. Because we startled it. Yeah, yeah did you tell could it. you tell you scared it? I mean, it's just like like, yo, I'm out. He just swam <laughs> away. He's like, fuck yeah. this meatball. Yeah, he's like, yo, yo, I'm out. And so Did he it, come it, back or did he just leave you guys alone? Um I, I mean, I don't, who knows? I, I don't know that it, it came back or not. We were just so like, you're ah. like, we're in the cage. Oh, and it, was, it was just so rad too, because we were on the boat and, and, uh, you know, hear this fucking thing. It's right there. And we're like, dude, you know, something, I forget what the, we had some funny line. We were like, oh my God, it's a shark. Get off the boat immediately. Get off the boat immediately. <laughs> just the opposite of Jaws. Just like, oh my God, it's Jaws. Into his mouth. Get in oh, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, there was some kind of funny thing. Yeah. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, we wow. Had, yeah, we, the first time I swam with a shark, I, I got bit. Where? Oh, the little teeth. Was it a tiny shark? Yeah, it was a nurse shark. Oh, you got bit by a nurse shark? <laughs> the ones that aren't supposed to bite people? Right. Uh-huh. That was my first shark encounter. Wait, this is so crazy because I swam with them in the Bahamas. Right. And they tell you they're safe. Just and they, they said don't they say don't wave your hands in front of their and face, was, right. And, and then, like, you see the footage, that's exactly what I'm doing. It's just <laughs> waving my hands. So this is what's really scary is I went and swam with them, and they were huge. Like, uh, I'm not talking about little nurse sharks. Right. I'm talking about nurse sharks like your size. And they were all laying on the bottom. And I jump in and I'm like, I'm going to go pet it. And I go down and I pet it. And then I realize, like, there's not like a bunch of people swimming with them, just a couple. And right. I'm one of them. And Tommy's sitting on the dock. And at one point I come up and one of them is just coming right towards me, just yeah. straight towards me. And I just kind of stood my ground for a second. And I was like, oh, he's going to turn or veer off. Uh-uh. He just kept coming, and he was fucking big, and I fucking went to the top so fucking fast, and I jumped down. Tommy pulled me out. A week later, I shit you not, at the same fucking place in the Bahamas, an Instagram model is trying to take a photo, laying back with the sharks, and one of them comes up and bites her arm and yeah. pulls her back and rips her arm. I believe it. Dude, okay, so it bit you because you were going like this? Yeah, spirit I was fingers? Just doing I was doing exactly what they told me not Did to do. Did you do it on purpose? No. I was just dumb and, and didn't pay attention. And it just came around and what? Yeah. I mean, it's in the video. You see it actually bite me. Steve of shark attack videos. Yeah, yeah. We're going to Google ten, that. My 10 craziest shark I know what I'm doing covers. tonight. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a pretty entertaining video. God. Yeah. That's a tiny bite, though, for like. Wait, it just got me the end of my finger. Was he a big bite. shark? It was pretty little. It was little. I mean, I watched the video. Is this big? You're like, but watch my shark videos. The, the great white's this big. It's a baby great white. Uh, the, the great white was legit. Oh my gosh! Yeah, actually, all of them were legit except the nurse shark. Aww, yeah. little baby nurse it's shark. Fun. You're so lucky. Yeah. So you've had a crazy life. I've been pretty good about making sure that I had a crazy life. Yeah, you live full, die empty. I think you're doing a good job. Yeah. You ever heard that saying? I've never heard live full, die empty, no. It's a good one, right? It applies to you. Good. You're going to die with like a fucking empty body. <laughs> You're just going to har harvest all your organs off yeah. before. Right, the body's not a temple. No, like, you're abusing it's, it. It's an amusement park. Well, I think that needs to be your new T-shirt yeah. <laughs> or like your bumper sticker. Yeah, yeah you got to ride that shit. Your body hard. is six flags. <laughs> Beat the shit out of it. Yeah. Make it dirty. Right. Fill it with junk food. Yeah. So you're not scared of dying? Um, 
I mean, I, I think that the fear is of suffering. Like Not of death. Being dead has to be okay. You think? Yeah. Because you just think you don't feel anything? I mean, I just think that like, if there's some kind of problem with being dead, then we're all in, in a, a bad situation. <laughs> you know what I read the other day that really freaked me out? What's that? I read that your hearing, obviously, is the last thing to go when you die. And you can hear for up to two minutes after you're dead. And so you can hear a doctor saying you're dead. Huh. I mean. Can you imagine how shitty that will be? Like, oh, call it. 405. You would have to have, like, still your your mental capacities to make anything of the doctor. Saying you're dead. So even if you're hearing it, like, you might not be able to process it. Right. And, And I think that, like, as it relates to to the dying part um there's enough like documented um like near-death experiences people who were dead and then they came back and they all described the same thing yeah you know and it's like you hear people say your life flashes before your eyes it's called a life review dmt and and in, in this life review you have like you go through your whole life in and experience all of the impact that you had on others, mm-hmm. like as them. Wow! Like this, whole, this whole concept of like we are all one. Uh-huh. Like now, all of a sudden, you are everyone else, and and it's it's it's, it's as quick and but but it's like in in such, people describe it in such detail where if there's like a mosquito a mile away, like you experience that, you know. And like, That's cool. Right, and when people come back from having these these life reviews then their priorities are totally different. Like, they're, like, so careful not to, like, make people feel bad or, like, you know, like, because they really understand the importance and, like, how, you know. It affects everyone. We all affect each other. Right. Because we're essentially all connected. Right. But also the message in all of these experiences that people have and that they relate is that the being dead part that you're – if anything, it's like total bliss. Wow. Yeah, I've yeah. heard that. Right. I've only heard of like one near death experience where a guy like did a, he OD'd and he's like, well, this is only one I saw that I remember where he was like, yeah, I went down like a dark hole and towards flames. Like that was the only one that oh, I wow. saw that was gnarly. But yeah, do you have you ever done DMT? Have you ever done ayahuasca? No. You don't do that stuff. No. You should do that shit for one of your fucking specials. Are you kind of scared of drugs? Yeah, I can't really fuck with that. Yeah, you're like I'm gonna stay away from drugs. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a it's been over twelve years. Oh wow, yeah. So that stuff counts, even though it's just like fucking weird spiritual shit. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Want yeah, because yeah. then if you love it, you just do DMT every day. You're like, wow, he lives on the spirit realm now. He doesn't even <laughs> exist as a right. human being. Yeah, no, that's. It's kind of crazy because it's supposed to be like a natural occurring chemical in our brains. Right. I mean, the way that ayahuasca was described to me is that you go through some kind of like super hellish experience and for having made it through this hell, you somehow come out like with uh, issues resolved. Right. That's what I heard. I heard people have told me that like it cures depression. It cures anxiety. I've heard some people say that. And then other people have been like, I just threw up a whole bunch and it was fucking terrible. Right. Right. Uh And I mean, my attitude about that and and my buddies for that matter is that, you know, we've 
been through plenty of hell. <laughs> yeah, know? you don't need any more. Yeah, like we we're, we're good on hell. Yeah, <laughs> I know. How are you not like fucked up like at all? Like in your brain, like brain damage or anything? It's a good question. Um, I'm, I've I've had no shortage of concussions. That's for that's sure. That's what I'm saying. Like I know yeah. you've been beaten down and beat the I shit had, out of. I had the worst concussion of my life. Um, during that one week before we got shut down. <laughs> so recently. Yeah. What um, happened? It was on March 9th. Oh my gosh. Did you go to the hospital? Oh yeah. What happened? Well, I can't say what happened. Oh, cause it's in right. the sh thing. Yeah. But we'll find out how yeah. you got the worst concussion of your life and you had to go to the hospital. Yeah. I was knocked the fuck out. You were knocked out? Oh, completely unconscious. What does it feel like to be knocked out? I've never been knocked I out. I don't, I don't even remember the impact. I remember jumping, but I don't remember anything else until I woke up and I think I was already on a stretcher. Wow. Yeah. I've I've always wondered, because I've never fainted and I've never been, like, knocked out. And I'm always like, what is that like? Like, do you just, like, have you ever fainted before? No, but I've been choked unconscious an awful lot. <laughs> Shout out to your fiance. <laughs> you know, like, uh, in the UFC and stuff. Yeah, like chokeholds, yeah. yeah. You've had people and do that if, to you? If you don't tap, you go out. Okay, you know? so what does that feel like when they cut your circuit? Your your. It feels terribly claustrophobic. Oof, and, I hate uh, that. And, and yeah, and then all of a sudden nothing, and then you come back to and you don't know where you are. It kind of feels like you're on nitrous a little bit. Really? Because the oxygen is just coming back to your brain. Uh huh. Do you get yeah. scared when you're being choked out? Right when you can't breathe and you're like, oh, you know, it's claustrophobia, it's terror. And I oh, God, it. you've had people do it to you? I had Ryan Dunn do it to me six times in one day. <laughs> I don't get how you're not dead. I know, it's a good question. Do your parents worry about you? Um, I still have my dad and he's pretty cool with yeah, everything. he's fine with it. I mean, he's, he's, he's uh... He's, he's like, just no gay shit. He's like, I don't care. You can choke him out, fucking stick a gun in his fucking mouth, blow his brains out, just anything but the gay shit. Please, nothing in his butthole. I'm dead. That's amazing. Your dad is so like. Yeah, dad, dad's wow, the man. that's so yeah. cool. He looks like the man. Aw, he's great. He probably never knew he was gonna have a son like you. He didn't anticipate that. Yeah. Do you believe in past lives? Sure. What do you think you were in a past life? Ah. Uh, do you think you're just some fucking nutso dude like back in the day? Um, I think that for the most part, most of us have been uh, all walks of life. Yeah. All, you know, different species, I would imagine. You think too. species too? We're uh, different I species? So. I, don't, I don't think there's anything that would limit us to being just human, uh, incarnated as human. Wow. Yeah, I really subscribe to, uh, to you know, I think not only do I subscribe to it, I think that there's enough like documented shit where people like actually know things like specific details about previous lives. Oh yeah. That they, they, they can never, that, that it's actually completely irrefutable proof mm -hmm. that, that, that their memories from previous lives are, are real. Yeah. There was a, I remember a story about a kid that I saw recently where his, uh, his mother showed, um, him a picture of the grandfather uh -huh. and he she hands it to her son and goes and she just shows him and doesn't say anything he goes that was my favorite suit i remember i used to wear that and i would play with your hair and the mother was like 
how the fuck, like, did you know that? Right. So it was like the grandfather, like, reincarnated. Sure. And then he would tell her all this stuff. Like, those were my right. favorite shoes. They were from here. And, like, he knew uh-huh. all the stuff because he was him. Totally. And then as you get older, the memories, I think, right. fade. But. It's got to be, it's got to be, I think, like, two years old and below. Yeah. Right? Like, the kid was probably two. Huh? Yeah, he was super young. You can right. look it up, guys. It's like, I'm, I mean, oh, I yeah. might be, like, butchering it, but it's like, he's this mom who shows her son a picture, and he literally is like, yeah, that's sure. my favorite. And that's happened so many times. It's not just, like, one instance. Right. Oh, there, there's, there's... So, so many, so many that like it's actually uh, like there's it's, it's irrefutable, it's, it's like you silly. said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can't say like it doesn't exist. I mean, there's gonna be people in the comments that are gonna be like, it's not real. Right. That when you're dead, you're dead. Like you know those kind For of sure. people, which they're sure. they're always fun, and you're and welcome to your opinion. Right, and that's fine. It's, it's, I, I have uh, something that I just love. It's this this book. It's actually a book series. Mm-hmm. It's called Conversations with God, Aww. and. Uh, and, and it's like a lot of people hate on it because it's like one guy, the author, is writing this dialogue where he asks questions and then intuitively gets responses from God. And so he's writing his question and God's answer. And, and, this and it's is, a whole dialogue. Wow. Now, that's tough to swallow. But right. here's the thing is that it was on the New York Times bestseller list, book one of the Conversations with God series, for a record – I want to say like 134 straight weeks. And this is a guy who he he can speak with God, and he I mean, like he, he says in, he can speak he with God. Intuitively gets the responses. Wow. You, you can you can be mad at that or not, right? You know? Right. Like I don't give a fuck if the guy just like deliberately made it up, right? And it's not like real because it's just really cool. It, it's super cool. It's super profound. I've met the guy. I he doesn't strike me as a dude who would make like, stuff up, right? And so whatever, it's it's a lot to swallow, but it lends credibility to it that it was on the New York Times bestseller list for yeah. almost three straight years, what, I think more than any other book. People want to believe, I think. Like, people want security. Right. I think the biggest thing with death is the unknown. It's scary, sure. you know? And in the dialogue, God says that, that there are so many, like, f- properly documented accounts of reincarnation, like, that are proven right that it's that it's 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 baffling that anyone would still resist yeah yeah still resist to believe in it i saw an interesting thing the other day too i was following this girl and she is like a really spiritual person and her she said she had like a vision of um and i don't always believe these things but i I think her her um view was really interesting when she said like when you die you have three choices you can either become your spirit goes to the spirit world you can either become a spirit guide for someone else who's passed away you can be reincarnated and then you get into the reincarnation process and go to pick your new body and learn from your mistakes or you can just like exist in sort of like this limbo state for a while and like think about like oh did I achieve everything I wanted to achieve in this past life and like usually that's why people go back because they're like oh I could have done this better like that kind of thing and she said like it's like three stages and like it's very like and there's I don't know she explained it so cool and and I was like wow that kind of like actually makes sense you know they say that like at the right at the point that you die that um you're supposed to go with your spirit guide Mm-hmm. And that that it's it's a uh, creates a problem for certain people that they want to like they don't want to like, leave they don't want to leave they want to be like oh no but my family is they're, yeah. they're here they're over here and they and cling then, to their things yeah right and then that can leave them sort of as a ghost or, or some weird thing but like they they say like no matter what like go with your spirit guide I I actually totally believe that do you believe in ghosts too uh, I mean 
I think that like when it comes to like ghosts and stuff, like I, I just think that there's so many like this trapped energy, so many different dimensions. Yes, like of of energy that mm-hmm. like that uh, that ghosts to me just aren't in our realm compartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our mm-hmm. realm. Mm-hmm. It's a great world realm. So yeah, ghosts for sure. Like they're not trying to fuck with us. They're just existing on a different plane, and we happen to encounter it. I think that. Uh, that I think that there's an intense fascination for spirit entities in in our realm, mm-hmm. but I think that there are limitations on on how they can like really influence it. Right, right. Uh, but then again, some of us are like you know angels and yeah, you know. and some people. I mean, there's people that I know that are you know they see things, they've seen, sure. they see spirits, they uh-huh. see that other realm. They're like, there's a whole other world existing sure. in, uh, what's it called? In simultaneously as yeah. our world is existing mm-hmm. and some of it's from the past and some of it's from now and some of it's from the future. And these people tell me like, oh, I can see like, you know, I can talk to people. I can see things to see right. energy, you know, conversations with God goes all into all, all into stuff. that. Yeah. Cool. So that's a book to check out. I mean, I know there's oh like God, I not to push God it. on people because we're not doing that. Yeah. yeah doing it's not about pushing God, but it's an interesting thing to read about, even if you're atheist or don't believe in anything. Just, all right, one time, an atheist guy said, uh, "He said I don't. I'm atheist. I don't believe in God. I just believe that creation, all of creation, is an exercise in the universe experiencing itself." Mm. And I was like, that right there was the most fucking profound and and i would say accurate description of god of god there is, you know? i think people hear the word god and they think oh sure. a guy or like a, a f- right. actual singular person right. it's the whole universe yeah. and and there's the realm of the absolute mm-hmm. which is and then there's the realm the realm of the relative mm-hmm. and it's only in the realm of the relative that the universe can experience itself yeah which is already like you know my mind starts to like explode when I think about it too much. Cause like, you know, right. do you ever like look up in the sky sometimes at night, you're just staring at the sky and you're like, we are this big and we're on earth. How many other earths are there? How infinite right. is like, there's going to be, there's stuff that's out there. And I think about it all the time. But, um, in the dialogue, God says that there's no limit to how far out you can expand. Like, you know, it, all, it goes on and on. There's Right, it just keeps but, going infinity. But, but, but there's also no limit to how small you can get. Like, you can cut something in half, and then whatever's left, you can cut that in half, and then whatever that you can, like, equally for infinity. It goes both ways. It just it fucks ways. you up. <laughs> yeah. It's scary. And sometimes when I look at, like, little bugs. So, like, in your body, like, the cell, oh, like, yeah. that, you break down the... the, the tiniest part of an like an atom of yeah. a cell yeah. and then in inside that atom inside that cell there's mm-hmm. yet another whole universe i know what if like inside <laughs> of our cells there's like right. shopping malls and like worlds <laughs> and they're doing a podcast they're like right. so welcome to the cell podcast like they're right. having podcasts they're like i wonder what's out there and it's like us right. It's weird. It's some men in black shit. Remember yeah. that? Remember that? Do you remember like men in black? Orion's belt was like the whole universe was like the I little. I never watched men in black. You never saw men no. in black. No. 
I don't really fuck with fiction too much. Men in Black is such a good movie. So funny. I'm conversation with God, but I don't fuck with fiction. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we well, you watch Men in so Black lot. with your fiance. Right. It's fun. It's a feel-good film. Yeah, we, we really lost him a while back. I know. We lost him. Everyone's already tuned out of this podcast. It's just me and you and two viewers right. that, like, it's like one Christian lady who's like, I like this conversation. So you, so you have it on... Um, uh, on audio only and no on, YouTube, on YouTube. Oh, YouTube, YouTube and and iTunes and right, right. everywhere Spotify. How, how do you get it on to iTunes? Do you put it upload it to Acast? Uh, I don't do it, so the, the oh. studio does it. But I I don't know how they do it. I can ask them. I can find out. Are you at the podcast network? Yes. Which which studio seventy one. Okay. They're like not like a podcast network. They're just like a studio that represents like a bunch of podcasts. So I guess kind of a podcast network, but they also just represent like a lot of digital talent. Do they shout out to Studio Seventy One? <laughs> do they help you book guests? Yeah. Oh no, I do all my own. <clears throat> yeah. I do all my own because I just know so many people. I mean, they can, right. but like, I don't want like people I don't really know or people that I'm not interested in. You know, I like right. I, I like soliciting people myself. Do you agonize over like I've gotta keep getting like. Big uh, guests. Awesome guests. No. You know what? I do a lot by myself sometimes. Like if I have something really interesting oh, shit, to talk put, about. You'll put up a podcast alone? Yeah. I'll I, sit I, here I and talk idea. to myself because I clearly have mental problems and like I have a lot going uh -huh. on in my brain. And so sometimes I'll just sit here and kind of talk about like what I'm thinking about or my opinion on something or I'll uh -huh. do like a worst first. I'll have people write in and tell me like their worst first sexual experiences, uh -huh. their worst first dating stories, their worst first ghost stories is a really big one. People love, people have so many ghost stories, like right. really gnarly, crazy, riveting <laughs> ghost stories. So I'll do those. I'll do those by myself. And then like, I honestly lately, like I've had a lot of really big guests on and I'm so grateful and love that but I actually kind of wanted to like open it up to like, you know, like I'm going to have a medium on, I'm going to have a psychic on, right. I'm going to have like a, someone who does a really gnarly, disgusting job on, you know what I mean? You know, Cause it's worse first think would be interesting. Hmm. Like super fascinating. Huh. Um, a hospice worker. Oh, that would break my heart. But yeah. But yeah. that's the thing like hospice workers. And I think what makes it would make it so fascinating is that they're surrounded by dying people all the oh, time. All the time. But yeah. they do. They, they, and they're, I think the, the least of affected because they I see it so say, much. I don't want to say least affected, but the, I think that they're more tuned in because as a society, we're so like averse to the idea of even contemplating our mortality. I you know, know. What I think we it's do like, everything to distract ourselves from yeah, it. Totally. It's not fucking yeah. cool to be old. It's like to ship them away, get them out. Of, it's like a party foul to be old. So sad. You know, like put them away in a nursing home. I don't even want to see them because old people are reminders, reminders of our mortality. And so like, we don't, we, we do everything to just put our blinders on and not think about the fact that we're ultimately going to die. We I just know. pretend like we're not like, la, 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 la. They're like, watch another know. episode on Netflix of the show. You like be right. distracted, be distracted, be distracted. Yeah. And it's, the, it's, it's so it's dumb. You should be like aware. You should be deliberate about living the life that you want to have had lived when, once it's over. Mm -hmm. And so I think hospice workers had to have a totally different perspective on, on life and, and of everything. I remember talking to one, and uh, they're just, they, I don't want to say they're not affected by death, but they're just not upset by it. They're like, you know, when, when one of my clients passes, like, their body, it's just, they're, they're not in it anymore. You know, I know they're, on, they're into another. You can see that. Yeah, they're, it's they're, really crazy. So if they're, they're, they're uh, it's. They're not here anymore. Right. You and, can see the, that, that. Uh, I, I, when I looked into, like, I had a dog that uh, my little, I had another dachshund. She got killed at a dog park. 
and she like, she got hit by a car uh, in the parking lot. It was horrible, and I was holding her as she was dying. And it was the saddest, most heartbreaking day of my entire life to this day because I saw the moment her soul left. Because her yeah. eyes went from being here, like you can look at me and I can look at you and I can see your soul. Yeah. You watched her eyes and that soul, that life, it just becomes like flat. Uh-huh. It's so strange and I'll I never forget it. it. Looking right in her eyes and then all of a sudden the eye just went and it wasn't her eyes moving or anything. They were open. They just let, you just let, I saw Ugh. it leave. I haven't lost a dog yet. <sighs> I God my, bless you. Don't because it's for a long time. My girl and I have four dogs. I know you rescue dogs. I remember that. You take yeah. such good care of them. We've got four dogs, two cats, and three goats now. You have goats? Yeah. Oh, can I come play with your goats? Sure. Aw, I they're, love goats. They're so fucking cute. Do they cute. kick off of you and stuff and ram you and jump on you? They they, they ram each other, and, and one of them, like, uh, you put out your fist out for a fist bump, and, and he, he goes up on his hind legs and, like... Stop. I'm coming and, over and, and playing and with your goats. He, Enough said. Yeah, he gives you... He headbutts your fist, <gasps> like, uh, and he rears up to... Stop. Will your fiancé let me come over and play with your goats? I, I'm I'll sure bring Tommy. Will. I'm sure It'll be will. amazing. Yeah. We'll all come play with your goats. Double day. <laughs> Double date, goat date. Yeah. Do they do like the standing on you with like yoga and stuff like that? Not really. Mm, no, they don't do that too much. Are they pygmy goats or big goats? They're dwarf goats. They're tiny little dwarf goats. They're they're, they're, uh, they're I mean they're not as small as goats get, but they're pretty fucking. I'm coming over. Yeah, that's it. Dwarf goats sold. Yeah. Yeah, losing a dog is probably like the worst thing that's ever happened to me oh, in my God. entire life, and I've lost a lot of people. But a dog, the way they're just so innocent. And the love they have for you, regardless of yeah. what you're going through or how you treat them, like they love you. They just love you infinitely. She's my child, this one. Yeah. I have a 16 year old Yorkie downstairs. Wow. You'll meet him, Mr. Wicket. He's going blind, but he's been with me through everything. And they really are special, you know? And I, and I, and that's like, you know, I guess, but I, I won't forget that moment. That really makes me believe yeah. that, you know, you're a soul. Sure. I, and I, I read a quote one time that was like, you're a soul having a human experience. Sure. You know? Uh-huh. Yep. We're just trapped in the body. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not us. Yep. Yeah. And, um, God, I've got this one dog and, and I, it's this dog that I found in the streets of Peru. What? You brought a dog back from Peru? Uh-huh. How did you get him back here? It was a girl. A girl, and, her. And, uh. I just, she followed me around everywhere. We were filming a TV show. Oh, I think show. you remember you telling me this. And she, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, she followed you everywhere. And you were like, I have to. She's a sign. Right. She, uh, we were down there filming a TV show. And the she became a star of the show. And, and uh, it's just the best. So, um, yeah, we, uh, I brought her home. The production took care of everything. Good. And, and now she's living the life. Wendy. It's Wendy. Wendy. I remember. Yeah. Didn't I? I think I might have met her maybe. I don't know. Not maybe because, not yet. No. Yeah. But um, maybe you saw the video because this yeah. video that I put up of finding Wendy okay. is the most viewed video I've ever put online. People love dogs. Oh, my God. And if any, and she's my favorite. Like, like I'll just be honest. Like She's your favorite out of all the dogs? Oh, yeah. It's okay to have a favorite. One, all the other ones, like, whatever. It's not like, like you Wendy. don't love them. You love them, but I there's a them. special connection. I love them. I'll take care of them. But, like, Wendy's. She's your girl. That's my bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you marry Wendy. <laughs> You're like, you know what? Honestly, if, fiance. If, if anything ever happened to Wendy, I'm not okay. That's how my dog Maggie Poos was. She was my, my little wiener dog. Yeah. She was in all my videos when I first started Vine. She was my homegirl. And 
when she got killed, oof, I didn't get out of bed for like two months. I was just oof. on Xanax every day. I couldn't move. Does this one have its own Instagram? Nina the Wiener. <laughs> nice. Yes, she does. And Wiki does too. See, the thing is, is like, it's interesting. Like I have, I've had Wiki forever, but he's like always been super independent and not like really clingy to me. He's kind of just like living his life, right? <laughs> the dachshunds are very clingy. Like they love their owners. Yeah, I've got one of those. That's a, is that yeah, Wendy to you? That's Walter. Walter. Okay. Yeah, is he a wiener worst. dog? He's a, a chihuahua wiener dog. That's why. He's super aggressive and he's a fucking asshole. Oh. See, she's not aggressive. They're just right. super needy. She's, she's the best. She's so mellow. She yeah. just loves, she just wants to be loved. And I'm like, okay, I love you. She's a really good dog, but. Dude, I fucking have loved having you here. Well, thank you. This has been really fun. Like, yeah. fuck, you've told me everything. And I've loved that we had, like, such a great discussion about, yeah. you know, life. And, and <clears throat> especially with all the stuff you do, it's like I didn't expect you to have that kind of opinion about it. I expected you to be like, ah, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. But you actually really care. And like, Yeah, for sure. You got to care. Yeah, you have, like, a very deep yeah. co connection with and that. And there's going to be a lot of people that, that that aren't feeling it, you know, the certain philosophy and, and perspective on it, and that's okay. I actually read a quote today that said, it's okay to disagree and still be kind. Yeah, I like that. It's possible. Yeah. You can disagree with someone and still be kind. I like that. Isn't that cool? If I was all about posting, like... Quotes uh, and shit? Quotes like, a, if you were a girl? Well, yeah, it's... <laughs> That's, it's, right. it's okay to disagree and, and still, still be, be kind. kind. I fucking love that. It's dope, right? I saw yeah. that today and because there's so many people, especially with everything going on in the world, everyone has different opinions about everything and that's totally fine. How great are roadcasters? Dude, shout out to roadcaster. They gave me this shit. I'm like, oh, fuck they? yeah. I, I fucking, just bought a second one. I fucking love this shit. <laughs> Tommy was like gonna program farts in here. I was like, "Don't you fucking dare!" He's like, "I'm gonna come up one day and fuck with you because he knows how to work all this shit." You know, right. he's gonna be like, "Burnt." Just I button. I press. Is this the same house that that was on TMZ for being on sale? Yes, yeah. I'm gonna give you a tour. Okay. All right. Well, guys, make sure to follow Stevo. You know where to find him. You're at Stevo on Instagram. You're Stevo yeah. on YouTube. Stevo.com. Stevo Stevo fucking everywhere. Y'all know yeah. what it is. It's been the realest conversation. Yeah. It's been so real having you here. Thank you for sure. coming all the way up to Calabasas. Yeah, my, it was easy. I, I actually was supposed to be here at 6, and then 6.05 was like, oh, fuck. It's okay. But then it was only a 20 You got here really fast. A 29-minute drive. It's that corona keeping the roads clear. Yeah. Anyway, guys, stay safe and uh, take care of each other. Make sure to check it out. And what's the name of that book again? The Conversations with God. Super easy to remember. Conversations with God. If you're interested, I'm going to check it out. It's, it's dope. It's, it's, uh, I, I really, really fucking, I, I read it when I first got sober. Um, like it was 2009. I read it and I wasn't, mm -hmm. I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. Um, and then I read it when I was in Peru. Yeah. And I found Wendy. I was, stop. Yeah. That was when I, dude, Wendy's your little guardian angel. Oh, dude. Yeah, it, it, there's a there, like I I got I had the distinct sense that like Wendy was sent to you. Oh yeah, and beyond that, but just that I was full. Oh wait, wrong button. <laughs> I was just, I was just plugged into something special. That's fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I been, love that. There have been certain times in my life when I just felt like I was connection, super connected to something special. And, and I, I like love to hang that. Out How old is yeah. she now? Probably six. Oh, she's a baby. She's yeah. six. Oh, cool. Yeah. You can she's live a, forever. She, she's a bigger dog than I do, She is. It's okay. I had a golden retriever that lived to be like 15. You're good. 
Um, guys, make sure to go check out Stevo. Check out Conversations with God. And we will see you next week on Wars First. Bye.